I think also the over-calculating that women do about their personal choices in these interactions is fucking exhausting. I think we should just do what we want to do. I agree. Stop worrying about the babies. I'm Emily Ratajkowski, aka Emrata. This is High Low. High Low is a podcast where we talk about lowbrow things in a highbrow way and vice versa. Hello, everyone. This is Emily Ratajkowski, aka Emrata. You are listening to the very first episode of my podcast, High Low with Emrata. High Low consists of two episodes a week plus a subscription episode. First episode will be with a guest. I will be having conversations with people that I'm fascinated by about really everything. (laughs) The second episode is a solo episode entitled Emrata Ass. I'm going to pose a question, something that I find thought-provoking and interesting and nuanced, and we'll get into it. The third and final episode will be a subscription episode entitled Talk Back, where you guys will submit your voice notes, your thoughts, your DMs, and we'll continue the conversation and have a dialogue about whatever we've covered that week. This week, since it's the first week of the podcast, we're doing things a little differently. I'm starting this week off with an Emrata ass. On Thursday, we have the incredible Alex Cooper of Call Her Daddy fame on. Alex is the queen of podcasting, and I just felt like I had to have the queen of podcasting on for my first conversation. We get into all kinds of shit. We talk about her evolution from Gluck Gluck 9000 to making an episode about Roe v. Wade. We talk about our personal evolutions. We talk about being multifaceted women. We even talk about politics a little bit. Very excited to have her as my first guest. And this week, obviously, we're not going to have a subscription episode because... Hello, there's nothing for you to respond to yet, but please get involved after you listen to this episode and the one on Thursday. Please send me DMs, send me voice notes. I want to hear your feedback and your thoughts. Today, we are investigating the question, should you have sex on the first date? Something I've been thinking about a lot. I'm dating for basically the first time in my life as an adult. And um, I'm fascinated by gendered power dynamics in particular. And I've noticed that dating really brings all of that to the forefront. And also that so many of my friends have strong feelings about whether or not you do the deed on the first date. So I'm going to have my best friend Barbara on. Um, She's probably going to come on to the podcast a decent amount. We're both single for the first time, and we've been talking about kind of the etiquette and our feelings and our thoughts around sex and dating quite a bit. And I wanted to take that conversation to the podcast. And then we're going to have some of my lovely producers from the show on to kind of expand the conversation and come to some kind of conclusion. So let's get into it. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. So today we have my best friend, life partner in the studio with us. Welcome, Babs, basically my sister. We've known each other since we were 14 years old. You're truly family to me, but we have never been single. We have, we were both serial monogamous since we were in high school. And we'd have breaks between relationships, but we were never single at the same time. And we also never really dated. So now we're both 31, we're both living in New York City, and we're both dating and single for the first time. It's really exciting. It's really fun. <laughs> it's really exciting to the point that one of your brothers like called you and was like, No. Oh, who was it? Yeah, my brother. Yeah, was like, I'm just so excited. They've never been single together. It's so oh, cute. It's really fun. It's that great. Our families are rooting for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, go get them, girls. So you've been single for how long? So I have been single longer than you. I've been single, but it was COVID. So I took some time to rest. And <laughs> what's that? Took, yeah, what is it? <laughs> I took some time. And now I'm back or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've been single for, I don't know, like maybe three years, mm. but only kind of just in the last year started thinking about dating. And Going on the apps. I, I had the apps. We've worked on those because, profiles so yeah, much. You created my profiles like in deep COVID life and we would scroll. But I, I added really... the one the other day. Yes, you did. You're my creative director. Thank you. I really, I honestly enjoy it so much. It's I, crazy. I, I actually think about it when I feel critical of a man's profile. I think, what would mine look like <laughs> if I was left to my own devices? It would be bad. So Men are so bad at profiles, though. Yeah, it's crazy. They, you don't even know what a good picture of them is. This is true. Yeah. And like group photos, you know, your rules of like group photos, selfies, all these things I didn't know. You taught me everything. How, you have know, to think so about like you. how will it be perceived, no, I know. you know? You're, you're, Unfortunately, very good at you're thinking really... about that. <laughs> Not my favorite thing about me, but I'm glad that you're reaping the benefits. Yeah. It's an incredible gift, basically, that we're single at the same time because and dating because we get to basically bother each other at all times. <laughs> like, how do I respond to this text? What should I wear? All the things that you wonder around dating, I basically have somebody to bounce something off who's mm -hmm. not annoyed by right. my million questions. My phone actually has so many screenshots from sending you <laughs> screenshots of conversations of his response, oh, yeah. my response, his response, my response. It's I like need to clear to it out. Those. No, yeah. I need to clear it yeah, out. It's yeah. definitely not the right thing. But one of the things we've talked a lot about and what we're talking about today on the podcast is sex on the first date. I think, and why I've been thinking about this a lot, is just because it speaks so much to power dynamics. And sex on the first date is the ultimate example of that. Mm -hmm. Because you're dealing with gender dynamics in such a specific little vacuum of a moment. And one of the reasons that I really wanted you to be a part of this conversation is because you said to me, I just can't acknowledge those. If I face that there's something that a man is getting from me mm -hmm. and I'm giving up with sex, then like I just can't handle it. So I just choose to ignore those and then proceed as if we are complete equals and I'm sexually liberated and I'm going to have a great night. And then you like deal with the complications Come later. Yeah. The way I can 
explain it as like a, some change of power dynamic or something within the relationship. That would only be true if I allowed that to be true. I just reject that as reality. And also like, obviously, if I sleep with someone on the first date and he, even if it's subconscious for him, thinks that he has then conquered, conquered. me or something, I have absolutely no interest in having any sort of a relationship with a person like that mm -hmm. because even if it's deep work, he needs to like be looking at that and figuring it out. Well, in this past week, I came up with a new theory, which I feel like is related to this, that there are three types of men. There are babies, there are monsters, and then there are baby monsters. <laughs> this is and the first the, time I've heard this. Really? Yeah. So the babies are mm, the men who need to good. be like tended to mm -hmm. and reassured at like at every turn. And they're like, I don't remember how to mm -hmm. eat. Mommy, do you like me? <laughs> Whatever. And then <laughs> number two are the monsters who are like, sorry that your mom died, but you want to come over? <laughs> and then the third are the worst. And those are the men that I can't handle. They need reassurance. They need to be like cradled and suckle at the teat. But then they're also <clears throat> like, leave me alone though. Like okay, woman. So I think that's 75% of men. <laughs> Baby monsters. Don't you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that's a, talk about a brutal stat. <laughs> what a brutal stat estimation. Isn't that the majority of men? I don't know. I found this week, particularly, I had an interaction with a baby mm -hmm. and then with a He's either a monster or a baby monster. My, yeah, the my monster. Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> He's maybe a monster. Okay. Okay. I attract baby monsters. Let's just say. <laughs> I think that most. I think mine. you attract babies. I'm mm. so sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Babs has worked in childcare since how old were you when you started working at preschool? Like for 13 years. I've yeah. Done it. That's insane. It's also an amazing gift because I basically have an expert in early childhood development as a parent, just who I can text anything to at any time. But. Some part of her. Sometimes the classroom, <laughs> the classroom extends to other places. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so just get us back on track yeah, here. Yeah, no, no, it's me. I, I guess for me, separate than the baby monster thing, whatever, all that. Then there's this whole thing that I think our friends, I'm thinking about a couple in particular feel, which is you have to make them work for it. That's, which we kind of just like, just we like throw out the window. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm not a trophy to be won. Yeah. I've noticed some men, they want intimacy in a real way. And then there's men who just really are hoping for sex, not because they want intimacy or even sexual satisfaction. They want to be able for themselves, not even to their friends, but be able to say like, I fucked her, mm -hmm. which just, I don't think women really relate to that. And I remember explaining this to one of my exes and being like, if a woman has sex with a man the first time, she's likely not gonna be sexually satisfied. We found this stat that was actually in a TikTok, but it's referencing a study from this tenured professor of the University of Florida. She teaches psychology of human sexuality. Her name is Lori Mentz. First time hookups with other men, women orgasm 7% of the time. Only 7% oh of that's lower than time. 95% of the time women when they're masturbating orgasm, first time hookups with other women, they wow. orgasm 64% of the time. So men are missing the mark and they need to like figure out what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> but more than anything, that just means that like the guys will get off. If that's what this is about, they will get off. Women won't get off. It's not like we're going home with a guy to get off. And mm -hmm. that's, I guess, where it also feels like you're giving something up. Even when I'm like, this was a fun night. I don't care if I like this person and I really interact ever again. I still hate when I feel like there's a part of them that I can tell feels like, yeah, I hit that kind of vibe. Even if they're not the kind of guy who would say that out loud, but you can just feel it. 
I hate that. And that is a reason not to sleep with a man. Of course. One of the things we talk a lot about is just the experience of a great date and just having a fun night, like having fun, period. And so sometimes at the end of that night, you're like, okay, you know what sounds great is to take this into a private space. And it's confusing because a lot of the time it feels like, I mean, I only ever want to do that if I like them. I unfortunately don't want to sleep with someone unless I am attracted to them somewhat emotionally. It's not just physical for me. I feel like that's so normal, but it's not normal because men don't feel that way. I wish that I didn't feel that way. Are Mm -hmm. you kidding? It would be so much more simple if I could see someone on the street and be like, you're attractive. Great. (laughs) Let's go. It's not at all. It doesn't even matter what they look like. I think we can say that we've both had sex, if not on the first date, relatively quickly. The issue Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have both found is all of a sudden you're thinking about that person Mm -hmm. way more than if you hadn't had sex with them. And it's super annoying. It's awful. (laughs) (laughs) It's uncontrollable and it's, I hate it so much. It's like my roller coaster of emotions. It'll be like 10 a.m. and I'm like, so I really like him. It's great. And then it'll be 3 p.m. and I'll be like, so just letting you know, I actually hate him. I never want to see him ever again. And, <laughs> and that just happens hour by hour, <laughs> literally based on the story they post, rereading the text. Mm-hmm. Like you reread something and you're like, wow, I see that in a completely different way. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and you're like, disgusting. I can't believe I slept with that person. But, and then two hours later, you're like, so I think we would have, I think we'd have three kids. <laughs> We can make it work. (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll get past this part. Mm -hmm. But do we think it's biological? Do we think it's like learned, whatever, where after you sleep with someone, you feel more connected to them as a woman? Because I'm shocked by it. Unfortunately, my first instinct would be like, it's definitely learned because Mm -hmm. that's how I feel about all of this gender stuff. But I have seen some TikToks that say that it is a little bit biological, like what is released for women versus men. Yeah. Because what's interesting for us is that we, we're we not looking for love necessarily. We're open to it, of course, right. but we're not really in a place, or I specifically am yeah. not in a place. So I go on these dates and it's not like I'm going to sleep with someone and then I'm like more vulnerable to like mm-hmm. fall in love. I don't feel more vulnerable to fall in love, but I feel more, I feel more, I think about them more. Mm-hmm. And if I don't sleep with them, I think about them less. And it's just so clear and obvious. Like I can forget them in three days. Bye, that was a fun dinner. Mm-hmm. But if I have sex or even like, more physical and actually I think sex Mm -hmm. not if you make out and it's like beautiful blah 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 and then a few days literally has to be sex Mm -hmm. that then you wake up the next day and you're and you like get home and you're like in a way that if you don't sleep with them it's whatever I think if you're not ready to be vulnerable that is a reason not to have sex on the first date that's true something I really admire and love about you is that Like, you do have days where you feel really sad about the way something's going with a guy, Mm -hmm. and you're sad about it, and you'll Mm -hmm. cry and, like, (laughs) cry in the bath and whatever, and um, you don't just be like, I hate hate my body, I hate my face and whatever, and you go through it. It's not like you just deny it and are Mm -hmm. like, superwoman, I, like, don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. You you take that roller coaster, which Mm -hmm. is also important to note, which... I think is what people want to avoid. They don't want to go on that journey. It's obviously a lot easier to not be like randomly feeling like you're like dragging your innards down the street in the morning. (laughs) For no reason. You just wake up and you're like, wow, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because here we are. We're saying we're adult women in our 30s dating, sexually liberated, don't need a man kind of thing, whatever. And then we still can be vulnerable and we mm-hmm. still get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's a journey, right? Every day. Every single Every damn day. Emotion and like words text sent and 
feeling around like, it. Does this, so. make he, this makes me feel weird. What is he trying to say? But I think ultimately, like, I understand why women don't, which is to protect themselves. And yeah. I think protecting yourself is really important. And that is, that's being in tune with yourself too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Again, I'm fresh to this, right? So I can see that years down the line, if you've been dating and whatever, I can see that at some point in time, you're like, that's not fun. Well, I like this conclusion, which is always going to be my conclusion all the time around things, which is like, ladies, do what you want if it feels good to you and protect yourself and prioritize protecting yourself always. But I do think if you do want to go home with a guy, if you actually feel empowered and you actually feel safe, Mm -hmm. then don't stress that other stuff. Yeah, because don't give him that power over you. But you have to actually feel that, which is not always true. I think my past self would be like, I'm totally fine. I'm a liberated, (laughs) strong woman. And then I'd be like, (laughs) you know, so I think what you're also saying is it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah, I think if we could all collectively come together and be more willing to be more vulnerable and more mean men and women correct Mm -hmm. all people dating sleeping with one another it's not just vulnerable though because you also have to connect to what you want and i think that's the issue it's like for men and for women it's really hard to realize what you're feeling in any given second and when you're getting to know someone new and there is romance involved Mm -hmm. it's really hard to like continually touch base with yourself and be like okay now i now i have the ick now i am in love yeah it's complicated it's complicated thank you so much for coming on thank you for having this me. is very so fun, fun. <laughs> so so fun i love hearing the stuff and having you mic'd up and with headphones on <laughs> looking like you're about to lay down a track we will be right back to discuss further stay tuned for more high low with emrata Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. So we decided to bring in some of the ladies, the amazing ladies who work on the show, and you'll probably be hearing from them a lot. So I wanted you guys to introduce yourselves. Sure. I'm Chelsea. I'm the producer of the show. And I'm Rachel. I'm the associate producer. Very exciting. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for talking about this. So you just heard the conversation I had with Babs and we were talking a little bit about it in the studio. You, Rachel, you're in a relationship. Chelsea, you're single, right? Yeah. What do you guys feel about sex on the first date? I think it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But I also, last time I was single, I was on like a rampage because I got out of a six-year relationship. Holy shit. Who cheated on me. Uh And then I kind of was just like, I need to get this out of my system. And I thought it was great. And that's actually how I met my boyfriend. So, did hey. You, wait, can I have, I have a question. Did yeah. you have sex with him on the first I date? Did. Okay. So this is what Babs was saying. I like, did. if you, if you're there and you're with it, like, it is what it is. I think it's like what you want out of it. Like, I think the issue becomes when you're so focused on be- getting a relationship out of it and yeah. not what you actually want. Right. And I think anyone can feel that. Mm-hmm. A guy. But a, a lot girl. of women do want relationships. Sure. And this is what we were just talking about. In my 20s, I didn't even like these guys necessarily, but I did want them to like me, and I was going to see that through. I was going to make my life miserable and be with the wrong person rather than have them reject me, which is so crazy. But I think a lot of women feel that way because we're taught to be like the male validation, the power they have of validating you in that way, it feels so intoxicating and so important. Well, I think that has to do with sex more because if I don't sleep with somebody, if they reject me, like... I could care less. But if you sleep with somebody, even if you don't like them, 
and then they reject you, it hits it like a so hundred much more times personal. harder. Well, I feel personally like used then in yes. a way that I don't feel if I didn't. What I'm starting to take away is that we just need to stop caring if they like us or not. We have to let go of the the validation that they, that power that that gives them because who the fuck are they to make us feel any way, one way or another about ourselves? I like, don't even like them most of the time. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. And when I'm talking about my 20s and dating in my 20s, I really, like, I didn't like these guys that much. Like, I saw things about them that I didn't like, but I just, I couldn't even think about that because I was so worried about them liking me, which I guess is the pick me girl thing, right? Yes. Yeah. It's being that cool girl who is down to just have sex and okay with it or getting that you up text and being like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, because then you end up kind of pretending to be casual and cool. And that is that is something that I think is really PSA, like an important part, an announcement I want to make on this episode is like you shouldn't be like Barbara unless you really are in a place where you're that evolved and cool with yourself and whatever and securely attached, <laughs> bringing in some <laughs> therapy attachment, relational stuff there. But you shouldn't fake it. If you don't feel like you can have sex on the first date and and be okay with the emotional stuff that will come with that, then don't do it. Don't pretend, you know, which is easier said than done. Totally. And I think you're right, though, with like being in your early 20s. I think it's much harder. How do so you even hard. know? You don't have any experiences. What about you, Chelsea? What do you think? Are you dating? Like what's- I am dating. Okay. <laughs> are, you on, are you on the apps? I am on the apps. Okay. And so my rule is not to sleep with a guy on a first date, but I do it all the time. It's basically <laughs> you just it, break your own rule. Wait, why is rule. it your rule? To your point, like you have to be in a very healthy place and very comfortable with yourself and have healthy attachment styles mm -hmm. to sleep with a guy on the first date and not have all these negative consequences that come crashing down. And so I'm someone who gets very caught up in the moment and I'm like, I'm having mm -hmm. fun and I want to be sexually liberated and I don't want to play bring games. an act, alcohol into the mix. Exactly. That always, yeah, factors yeah. in. I'm a couple drinks in. I want to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And then later I'm like, oh, I really wish I hadn't done that. So then you or break your own rule now. and then do you feel bad about breaking your own rule? Yes. Ugh, that sucks. And then I feel gross. <laughs> yeah. But I do it over and over. Mm -hmm. well, I you... totally get it. And that goes back to my baby and monster thing. And that's kind of what qualifies a monster for me is somebody who is like conquering and making you feel used. Yeah, and I wonder if that pl would play into having sex on the first date. Like, I wonder if a guy was was a gentleman and did all the right things. I feel like a woman would be like, okay, even if they had that rule. I'm way more likely if a guy is yeah. a gentleman. Like, I went on a first date recently where 20 minutes into this date, this guy was like, are we going to have sex tonight? I just want to <gasps> check base. 20 minutes in? Yeah, to a first date. Out and of so, nowhere? Like, out what of nowhere, was the context? He was like... So I just want to like check in and like be transparent. Are what? we going to have sex? And I was like, excuse me? So if a guy pays Whoa. and holds the door open for me. Did and you leave? Yes, I left. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, I think I'm going to go hang out with my friend. And he got mad. It was crazy. First of all, the entitlement of that man getting angry after you left is, whew, girl, yeah. that will set me off. But one of my friends gave her number out to this guy. She was a little drunk. She was like, he was cute, but I was on for four seconds. Not really sure about it. Whatever. He kept texting, kept texting. She stopped responding. Then she got a text that was like, hey, I would eat your ass if you're into that. I'm just going to be real with you. I would eat your ass if you're into that kind of thing. And she was like, funny enough, I kind of felt like, you know, 
I appreciate the upfrontness because what if she was just like, yeah, you know what? Oh, I'm down. Yeah, sure. Shoot your shot. Shoot but your I think shot. she didn't respond to it. And then he sent a sub text and she was like, I hate that. That that was what pissed her off more than the, than the all your ass. I don't blame her. Yeah. So men's egos, man. It's crazy. It's all about their relationship to their ego for me and whether or not I'll sleep with them. Yeah, we haven't really touched on this, that if there's an assumption that you're supposed to sleep together on the first date, that's a huge red flag. And that's really tricky and disgusting. Yeah, Yeah. what you want is two people who are the ideal like attitude that both people will come to the table with is like, I'm meeting somebody new. I'm going to see how this goes and then just ride that wave minute by minute, hour by hour, whatever. It's a risk assessment. Mm -hmm. It's like you slept with your boyfriend on the first date and now he's your boyfriend. And the last guy I dated, I slept with him on the first date and we ended up dating. But there are plenty of guys who I've slept with on the first date who ended up being awful. It's a constant risk evaluation. There's just nothing worse than that feeling. And that's why Mm -hmm. I get the avoiding of it where you like sleep with someone and the next day you're just like, wow, that wasn't really particularly enjoyable. Didn't make me feel good about myself. It didn't make me like, and now I feel really bad. And why did I do that? So is it even worth the risk though, is the question? Like, is it really worth the risk of feeling that bad to have one fun night? Well, I think the risk assessment comes in the lead up to doing it. I think with every guy that I've had that experience, the negative experience with, I could have told you if I was being totally honest with myself that it was gonna be like that. Mm you know, earlier on based on their attitude about themselves, the way they carry themselves, the little comments they make, whatever, how how they're taking me out or not taking me out, whatever, you know, how we met up. And then you know. So it's like, look for the fuckboy signs. Look for the monster signs. Mm. I went on a date and we had kissed. And then we were like crossing the street. And there was like this moment where I was like, I want to be kissed. And I like kind of grabbed him and kissed him. And he was like, this is the kind of feminism I can get down with, which was like not my favorite thing. (laughs) But I was also like, oh, I guess I made me realize that he's not used to girls doing, like women doing that. What a limited view of feminism. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know. Listen, you kissed me. Listen, it it was what it was. But I, it just, I would realize like, oh my God, that means that not a lot of women feel comfortable doing that. And it is, it goes into the whole, I mean, sex is about power in a lot of ways and who's topping bottoming like even in straight sex yeah do you even think in first date sex though it does it is it still the man driving even if you are having sex on the first date i feel like i would still let the man drive i would never propose it myself propose I, it in what I, do you think? i've proposed it really i've been like so what are we doing after this mm. great okay i mean again <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of men who would be like, no, thank you. Like the fact that she did that, but that's who I am. So we shouldn't be together or even have like a fun night if that doesn't, if that's, if you don't like that kind of thing. There's this quote, like all streams lead to the sea. I feel like if you're going to date somebody, you're going to date them. I do really think that. I if think so too. If you sleep with them the first night or if you sleep with them 10 days later or mm-hmm. I think for women to go into a date and think they're really going to influence the outcome of a relationship mm-hmm depending on whether they sleep with someone or not, is not only unhealthy, but also just not true. Snaps. I'm snapping. Yeah. Just I'm don't just think like, it's true. Yes, I agree. I think also the over-calculating that women do about their personal choices in these interactions is fucking exhausting. I think we should just do what we want to do. Stop worrying about I agree. the, the babies. 
the base. The base. I know that's what my friend said to me. She was like, it's bitch era, right? So it's bitch era. This, bitch is era. Another, this is another example of being in your bitch era. Somebody texted me yesterday, a guy, and he was just like, can you explain what bitch era, like what does that mean exactly? <laughs> and I was just like, a little bit spicier. <laughs> a lot of it spicier. A lot yeah. of it spicier. So yeah, not tending to the babies. No more babies. All right, everyone, we did it. That was the first episode of Hilo with Emrata. Don't forget to tune in to Alex Cooper on Thursday. It's a really great conversation. She is a very special lady. Subscribe to Hilo Talk Back. That is the episode that I'm very excited about because it's the one that you guys will be a part of. I want you to submit your thoughts. Today, we talked about sex on the first date. I know people have a lot of anecdotes and thoughts on this, strong feelings about what they do or they don't do. I want to hear what your thoughts are, what your thoughts are about even the concept of you know sex being something that men take from women and women give up. What did that make you think about? What do you feel about that? I'm really curious to open that conversation up. So subscribe to that episode, go to hilo.fm to submit your voice notes and your thoughts or follow me at Emrata, DM me. I will be reading those and responding to them or just comment, whatever. I'm really looking forward to hearing all your thoughts and ideas and thank you for listening. This is going to be fun. High Low with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment, Bitch Era Media, and Something Else production produced by Chelsea Jacobson. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana, and our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik. Original music composed by The Crystal Pharaoh. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, and Sarita Wesley. Thanks for listening.